Hello, and welcome to the Weathering Heights podcast, episode one, The Life of Emily Bronte. I'm Minnie Russell. And I'm Jimmy Owen. This episode, we're going to talk about Emily Bronte. We are also going to discuss the events of chapters one through four of Wuthering Heights. And I'm here now with Emily Bronte. Hey, Emily Bronte. Thank you for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you here with us. Thanks. I appreciate it. I've been wanting to be on here for quite a while, so thank you, too. Let's start off by discussing your life. What were some good things that happened, some bad things, or anything that stuck with you throughout your life that you think would be interesting to share? Well, throughout my life, I've written plenty of novels, but Wuthering Heights was the first and only one ever published. Uh, that is very interesting, but we'll get to that in a bit. Let's talk more about your family and home life. Who were your family members, and what did your parents do? Any disasters? Well, my father's name is Patrick Bronte, and he taught Sunday school. Then he married my mother, Maria Branwell. They then had Patrick Branwell, known as just Branwell who is my older brother, and my two sisters, Anne and Charlotte. We didn't have much to do, but we enjoyed reading, so we made up our own saga. What kind of saga? Well, Anne and I created a world called Gondol, and Branwell and Charlotte recorded their stories about the kingdom of Angria. I can't quite remember, but I believe these stories were inspired by Gulliver's Travels. Hmm. Go on. And because we would write so much stuff down, we began writing more stories, which my two sisters and I all have published books about. Unfortunately, my older brother wasn't so lucky. His life took a quick turn once he failed at writing and painting. He began to drink and do opium and worked as a tutor and assistant clerk to a railway company. Later, we found out about the affair he was having with his employer's wife, which soon ended disastrously. When he was 28, he returned to Hayworth, and his life took an even quicker turn, and he died three years later of an overdose. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. No, no, it's okay. Don't say you're sorry. It's been quite a while since it happened. Well, I'm sure it's still a sore subject. But enough about your family. Let's hear about you and your book. Well, there's not much to say about me, really. I was kind of boring. Oh, don't say that. What? I really was. I didn't have that many friends. I only wrote a few letters in my lifetime. But you do realize you must have an incredible mind, because although your first novel, Wuthering Heights, didn't receive immediate success, it is now known as one of the most intense novels written in the English language. Well, not to brag, but I mean, it is pretty good. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can see you have a sense of humor, but no, seriously. A book within a book is a genius idea, and I've heard through the grapevine that your sister's books took the form as autobiographies, unlike yours. Yes, Lockwood and the more reliable Nellie are two of my favorites. What is this book about? I started it, but I still have yet to finish it, and this is making it even more intriguing. Wuthering Heights is about 
Mr. Lockwood staying at Thrushcross Grange and the strange things that happened there while he was at Wuthering Heights. And also the history of Heathcliff and Kathy and all the other characters and how things came to be how they are at the beginning of the book. Yeah, that's about it. Okay, well, that sounds wonderful, and I hate to end it so quickly, but that's all the time we have for today. It was great to have you on here today, and we hope to hear from you again sometime. Thank you so much for having me.